Hey everybody, I have a shorty for you today. Go grab your earbuds and I will see you in a minute. Welcome to the Market Your Biz Better podcast with my mom, Deb Laflamme. She created this podcast for biz owners like you who could use a little help in the marketing department. I've heard her on calls and she's pretty good at what she does. Don't be embarrassed. My mom says you can't be an expert at everything. And between us, the more you need her support, the more Netflix you get to watch. My mom knows you are busy running your biz, and that's why most of her episodes will be a quick tip you can do right away. Sometimes she meets talented people and she'll get really excited about them and how they can help you and will invite them on as a guest. My mom is standing over me ready to get this podcast episode started. Thanks for listening. This episode is about a topic that I hear over and over again. And I'm excited to share because I have, of course, my opinion, and I've seen how my audience has handled uh, how I share this thought. And the thought is, it's really a myth. So the, it's, I'm going to call this episode, The Myth About the Masses. And really, the conversation is about how big of an audience do you need to make an impact? So welcome to the next episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I am Deb Laflamme. I am so excited to be here. If you are here, it's probably because you heard the first one and thought, okay, I could listen to her for a few minutes, sharing her wisdom about ways I can market better. But oftentimes, I don't even give you the technique or the tool. I just share a thought with you that can actually make a little more sense in the madness that's going on in your head when it comes to marketing. Because marketing is big. It's a big monster. It's super scary. If you are not a, if you are not an undergrad bachelor of marketing science or um, didn't go to business school, you might be like, I know I have to market, but I don't even know what that means. I can tell you from experience that numbers are not the most important thing. And when I say numbers, I mean, you don't need to have 10,000 fans to follow you on Facebook to be a success. When Facebook first began, you might remember that brands and even solopreneurs were buying followers. They were buying lists. They were buying likes. I've never bought a like. I have, of course, advertised on social media. I have, of course, run ads to my page specifically about a blog post or a video that I've done. And because of that, if people liked what they saw, like what they heard, wanted to reconnect or connect again, they liked my page. That is what I want. I want people to take that leap, that click that button, that follow, that subscribe. I want them to do that because they want to learn more from me or because they resonated with a message I gave, but I don't buy likes. And I would tell you that most brands don't anymore either. Probably wasted a lot of money. And when Facebook started saying, you know what, this doesn't look right or feel right, what happened to their pages was that numbers started to drop. And as someone who was guiding business owners on best ways to market their business better, seeing a page with 12,000 fans with zero engagement in my opinion, was far worse than having 100 fans and a post with five likes. Okay? 
So think of it that way. <laughs> my sister, her, her sister and my brother-in-law, their famous line is less is more. And they're right. Because if you have five people that want to hear from you and want to continue the conversation and want to ask questions and want to comment on your posts and want to share what you have to offer with their people, their friends, their family, that's all you need. So there is a myth to having the masses following you. Now, we talk about engagement a lot in conversations about marketing. Um, we talk about reach. We talk about um, the traffic. And we're going to get into all of those things. But today I want to talk about having an engaged following and the importance of having an audience that actually cares about you and your message cares about what you have to offer, what you bring to the world. And I want you to focus more on those people who really want to talk to you, that want your time, that want more of what you have to offer, and not the numbers. Now, of course, when you have 98 followers on Facebook and you want to get to 100, go ahead and celebrate that. When you are at 975 followers or likes on Facebook and you can't wait to get to a thousand, go ahead and celebrate those milestones, especially if you've earned every one of them because of what you say, what you do, what you share on social media. Now, I have been watching the downloads on this podcast. I don't have a huge following. I don't have 10,000 followers on Facebook or Instagram. But I can tell you that watching the podcast get downloaded by people who want to hear my voice and what I have to offer is what fills me up. What does that do? It makes me want to do more. It makes me want to record more. I want to give you guys what you came for because I, I feel like I know you. I know each of you. I know what you do, why you do it, where you do it. I know how hard it is for you. So I really am able to connect with my audience because it's not 10,000 people. And someday, if it is 10,000 people, I'll know that it's because of the right reasons. So the myth in the mass, the myth in the masses, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that you, again, shouldn't be worrying about big, big followings. If you have a big following, how's that working for you? How much business are you getting out of it? Are you connecting with your client? Are you connecting with your customer? Are you able to give them what they need? You are just one person. Are you able to talk to them and be there when they need you? Or do you just have this following that kind of is hanging out and not paying attention? Because there's a very good chance that if they follow you, they probably follow you know, 20 other people like you. I want a very curated, clean audience. I like to think of it as if I was at an intimate venue and I was the speaker and people lined up to buy tickets to see me speak or perform if I was a performer or to watch me create if I was an artist. And intimate, I mean, you know, 250 seats, 500 seats. The bottom line is everybody who buys a ticket is there to hear me, see me, watch me. There's nothing more beautiful than that. 
So I don't know if my business or your business is ready for the 10,000 fan auditorium. Maybe it is. Maybe you are ready to perform to the masses. And if so, go get them. They're out there. But will they all stand up and applaud when you're done with your show, when you're done creating, when you're done inspiring? I know that if I have a room full of 500 people, they're there for me. I'm going to get a standing ovation. They're going to want more. They're probably going to buy tickets to the next show because I've curated this audience of people who know me pretty well. And I, again, know them pretty well. Very specific demographic. I know my dream client now. I know who they are. I know where they are. I know where they are in their business. I also know where they want to go. And I'm hopefully going to take them there hand by hand by hand. And I can do that because it is intimate. And I'm able to, you know, really treat my small audience the way they deserve to be treated, cared for, treat them like they're my own. Well, they are my own, but treat them like they're mine and um, I'll do anything for them. There was a time when businesses would purchase lists. Remember that? When we would send mailers out or freebies or, you know, calendars that go on the refrigerator with the local team schedule. You would pay a lot of money for these lists. And now people are buying email lists, right? So if you're thinking of those lists and how those lists can grow your business, I mean, do you buy from people who you don't know? Probably not. Those are what we call cold, cold, freezing cold, Elsa from Frozen, Frozen lists. People that don't know you. They don't know who you are. They don't know what you offer and why you offer it. So I always say like a smaller, more curated, warmer list of leads, whether it's an email list, or um, a mailing list with addresses if you're sending that kind of marketing material out. It is much better to connect with people who know you or know of you, know your brand, or know someone who knows you. So think of that when you're thinking of growing your list. Is how can I, how can I get more people that like me to be a part of my community or what I have to offer. And this is beyond just followers on Facebook. This is when you're growing your email marketing list, which you know, I say, you've got to have a list. You need a list because people are in their inbox every day and you wanna be able to create conversation beyond social marketing. So beyond Facebook, beyond Instagram, you wanna be able to give them something that they need where they feel comfortable receiving it from you. And that might be in their inbox. I mean, I think it's now 85% of your customers are in their inbox at least once a day. So start curating that list of amazing people who maybe are connecting with you on social media and convert them into email marketing leads. So here we are using social media to grow that beautiful relationship full of full of um, people who know you and like you and trust you, take the next step and ask them to join your list. 
and get that list of people that you can offer things to in their inbox. And that's really the best way to grow a following. Again, you don't need millions. There's that myth of needing the mass list, mass following, mass audience. Um, oftentimes when you're, when you're talking to people, I tell you to talk to one person. So imagine if you have a hundred of those one people listening, that's what you really want. You want people to feel really comfortable when they see you, when they hear you, when they read what you have written or watch what you have recorded. That's really what you want. You want people to recognize you. And if you, if they're one of 10,000, chances are they haven't seen you before. So make sure that when you are curating that following and you're doing all you can to get people to click like or join your email list, that you're doing it with good intentions because you want to build a relationship with them. You want them to learn more about you and your service and your product and your offers. Talk to them like they're sitting in your living room or talk to them like you're sitting at a coffee shop having, having a coffee on a Tuesday morning. That's how I talk to you. And that's why I think you're still listening. So that's really what I wanted you guys to know about is don't worry about the numbers and don't worry about the mass of numbers. Instead, give love and attention to those few or those people who've said, I want to hear more of what you have to offer. I want to buy more of what you make. I want to join your next program. I want to see you up on stage when you're announcing your next show. I want to buy your book. That's what you want. Surround yourself with people who want more of what you have to offer. The last little bit of information that I want to share for you to help inspire you as you move forward to try and grow that appropriate, loving, amazing community, your audience, your following, whatever you want to call it, is if nothing else, be really aware of what your current audience needs from you. I have seen people trying to grow a following, brands, small and large, trying to grow a following. And oftentimes you forget that you have even if it's small, you have a loyal, loving community. And I have seen people insult their fans, their email list. So don't insult your current fans by always searching for new ones. Love up on the current ones you have. Nurture your relationship with the people who are investing time in you and your business. And watch what happens. They'll help you grow your following organically and they'll help you attract the right people to follow you and your business and your messaging. So remember that. May that be the most important piece of this episode is love up on those people who already like you, trust you, and want to hear so much from you about you and your business. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I know there are tons of podcasts that you can choose to listen to, and I am so excited that you took the time to listen to mine. 
If I mention any websites or links during the episode, you can definitely find them over in the show notes. And I would love for you to find your way over to Facebook and join my free Facebook community, Social Post Ideas with Deb Laflamme. Request to join. And once we bring you on in, I've got a free download for you to help with those creative times when you're not feeling so creative and give you the chance to get those creative marketing juices flowing. 18 social post ideas to get you started. If you liked what you heard, if you know a business friend or buddy that could benefit from hearing my podcast, Market Your Biz Better, please share. I'd appreciate it. See you guys on the next episode.